We're back with another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Today we're talking about pick your yoga practice, and I'm very excited to have a guest with us, and this is Megan McCrary, and she's the author of Pick Your Practice. This book explains different styles of yoga. Now, Megan, she's a yoga teacher. She works for Equinox Sports Club. She works one-on-one with some of the entertainment industry's leading professionals, and she also holds workshops and retreats nationally and internationally. So we're so excited to have her on the show, and uh, that's it. I hope you enjoy the interview. Coming up, bye. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Today we're excited to have Megan McCrary with us. Uh, You heard about her in the intro and uh, I'm just excited to have her. She wrote this book we're talking about today. It's called Pick Your Practice and it explores different forms of yoga. And I think we're all looking for some insight on yoga and and how to best uh, use yoga to benefit our health. So uh, without further ado, thanks so much for joining us, Megan, and welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Can you tell us how you started in yoga or how how you began this journey in your life? You know, it's funny enough, my grandmother was doing yoga and she started yoga in like the 70s. And I can remember attending my very first yoga class with her and most of it was done on the mat, on our backs, and I fell asleep. And I left thinking yoga was only for old ladies. And then when I was in college, my mom started doing yoga and kept convincing me that I need to do yoga. But at the time, I was um, coming off of a very competitive basketball Uh, career and wasn't interested in yoga and then I was living I was living in Costa Rica postgraduate post undergrad and then I started practicing there with a woman from Brazil and out in the rainforest and absolutely fell in love with it so it took me a couple of different tries and then it took me a couple a lot of different tries to to land at the style of yoga that I teach so it's very interesting the way you organically sort of move around in yoga and then eventually will land at what you want to deepen. Yeah, I like how you said it took you a couple different tries because I think a lot of people are in the same kind of boat. Like I, I practice yoga yeah. times myself, but I just haven't stuck with anything. And and I think a lot of people are, are kind of do, do the same thing. Yeah, I think it's easy to do, especially if you don't understand that there's many different ways of practicing yoga. So here I went to a certain certain style, a certain class, which was geared toward seniors, and I was convinced yoga was for old ladies. Well, that style was geared more towards women of older age, but then you come to find out, you know, there's very, very, very athletic forms of yoga that I probably would have would have stuck if I tried those to begin with. And maybe now at my age, I wouldn't even like those types of yoga, and I like the style. You know, it's very interesting, but unless you know there's different styles, you may go to one class and, oh, that hot yoga, well, it wasn't for me, but they're all not hot. So it's it's interesting. You hear that all the time. Like, I tried that yoga class and didn't like it, and then that's their perception of yoga. Yeah, naturally. We, well, all our perceptions are formed from our own experiences, and until we understand that there's more than one experience, um, that's a perception completely. For maybe our beginner listeners out there, um, what is yoga? What's the simplest form that you can explain that question? Uh, well, it's always simple is not easy to answer what is yoga. My, always the joke among yoga teachers and, and yoga practitioners is you ask 
100, 100 yogis what yoga is, you're going to get 100 answers. <laughs> but in the United States, it's come to, you know, then some people, oh, it's that stretching thing. Well, it's way beyond stretching. It's actually quite, it's an all-inclusive, well-rounded um, system of moving, breathing that's going to address all layers from your, from your organs to your physical structure to your emotional body to your intellectual um, capabilities. Really, I would describe it as a mindful way of moving, coordinating the breath, and being present is really what our yoga has come to be in the United States. Physical yeah. poses, and then within that, you're going to have very vigorous, very athletic styles. You're going to have styles that are more meditative. So some people will be like, oh, I don't want to do yoga. It's all meditating. Well, you know, depending on what style you do, you're going to get more or less or no meditating. Can you offer some insight on the, the health benefits that yoga has to offer? Yes. Well, because yoga addresses the whole body, it develops the body in like synchronicity. So the structure of the poses force you to rely, you know, you can't just rely on the muscles that are built. You have to bring the muscles that aren't so built along. You have to, you can't just rely on the flexible areas. You have to bring the less flexible areas along. So strength and flexibility, balance. Um, I think one of the bi biggest gifts of yoga is um, mind-body awareness, the ability to sense and feel your body. I discovered that a lot of uh, Americans don't even realize their bodies in discomfort. And I think bringing that awareness to your body and to the way you're feeling is a great, great gift. Um, yoga lowers blood pressure. It helps with the stress response. Um, yeah, I know yoga, I work with clients that have osteoporosis to build bone mass. I work with, uh, I work fertility yoga. I work prenatal yoga. So it's, I've got a many, many different benefits for all these different stages in our life as well. Not to mention the mind-emotional benefits that you receive from the yoga practice. When we come back, we're going to get into some more. I can't wait to hear about your perspective of your book, uh, Pick Your Yoga Practice, and then some more questions and answers from you. So stay right there. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, no preservatives, and soy, gluten, and dairy free. Supplement with superfood to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for more. All right, we're back on Exploring Mind and Body. We're interviewing Megan McCrary, and we're talking about Pick Your Yoga Practice. So, um, Megan, you know, one of the questions that I like to ask experts is their favorite exercise, or in this case, your favorite practice of yoga. Oh, you know what? That, that was a very easy to question, answer, question to answer before I started writing the book, and I would have <laughs> said Anyasara Yoga, which is the style um, I was initially certified or trained in and then um, certified at the Anyasara-inspired level. So I do love Anyasara Yoga. I love the biomechanical alignment and the details. It really makes you use your mind. And coming from an athletic background, I enjoy, it's a little more vigorous. It can, it, we do handstands and backbends and then there's also a seeming quality to Anyasara Yoga. So we bring in heart references and, and virtues and different things to explore. But since writing the book, I found so many, like, I love Kripalu Yoga's approach to empowerment. I like Ashtanga Yoga's approach to um, the sequence, the repetitive sequence. It's all different. And, you know, it's funny, speaking to you, more recently I've actually really enjoyed strength training. 
Nice. And compliment to my yoga because I have a lot of flexibility in my body, and I found that strength training is 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 very it's fun for me to do, and then also has made my yoga that much safer and that much I can do more poses. It's been fabulous. So they complement each other. Yeah, it's been great. You practice different forms of yoga yourself. I do practice different forms of yoga. When I was writing the book, I really tried to immerse myself in each chapter, each form that I was writing, and now I'll. I'll it's given me such freedom to go out and venture out. I, I do like the vinyasa flows better, and I do tend to lean towards styles that cue alignment details. So I want to be hearing still how you place your body in the pose. Um, so I look for those type of teachers. We call them alignment-based. So usually in like a yoga, there's a flow-based yoga, and the teacher is just sort of calling out the breath and the pose. Um, an alignment-based teacher will... Poses will be held longer, and then she'll specifically, like I'm an alignment-based teacher, so I'll specifically tell you what you need to be doing with your feet, the directions the muscles need to be going in each leg, like the back leg needs to be more um, inner-spiraled, which would be an, you know, there's just very specific instructions for aligning the facial relationship of your bones and muscles in a pose. So some classes you're going to get that, and some classes you're not going to get any of that. I prefer to get some of that because that's just the way my brain works, and I, I enjoy a teacher that's um, anatomically knowledgeable and as well as somewhat therapeutic-based. Given through all the research and, and expertise that you obtain, is that difficult to find? No, no. I'm a student first and foremost, always. Um, and you'd be surprised, even being a strong athlete I am and having the mind-body awareness I do, having a teacher um, that you're practicing in front of just becomes so important. Because I may think I'm aligned, and the teacher comes around and gives me an adjustment, puts me into better alignment, and I feel more expansive and opposed. So it's, it's while you can be really knowledgeable, you still need a coach or a teacher. Right. And so do you practice on your own as well in classes or with a teacher? I do both, yeah. I think as a teacher, it's important to be practicing at home because you... I think it's important to be both. You get a lot of ideas um, out in classes, and I love the group, group energy. I don't find practicing at home easy, um, but I know I need to do it because it, it works the mind in a different way. It allows some exploration so that I can bring it into the class. question that must come up a lot is why did you decide to write this book? You know, interesting enough, this book started, I, I moved to Los Angeles to get my master's in writing at USC, and I had to pick a topic for my thesis, and looking at all the yoga books and, and all the different um, information out there, I realized there wasn't one on styles of yoga. And having been somebody who um, didn't even realize there were different styles of yoga and then landing in an Anyasara yoga studio, and once I got into an Anyasara yoga studio, I just knew I loved everything about it. I loved the way I felt. I loved the practice. I loved the way the teacher delivered instructions. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is for me. I'm not sure, like, if I happen to fall into that. So I really wanted people to realize that there's all these different yogas and something may work for somebody and something may work better for you. And then to get out there and try it and to get out there and to just have a little more information to feel confident in trying it. Okay. So are you a Trojans fan? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, not so much. I went to Arizona State, so technically I'm a Sun Devils fan, but we did, the football and all that wasn't as big as the, as the 
rest of the college scene, so <laughs> I can't claim to be much of a big sports fan anymore. Have you been to the games? I have some friends that are around that area, and they, they love the games. <laughs> you know, I, I came. The Trojan games are very fun, and actually from Arizona State, I remember coming over and watching ASU play USC here. And we were just very impressed because I think you could buy beer in the stadium, which isn't allowed at, at NTMP. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break here, Megan. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk some more about yoga and how to pick your practice for yoga. We'll be right back. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. All right, we're back on Exploring Mind and Body, and today we're talking about pick your yoga practice, and we have author Megan McCrary with us. She's, Of course, she's a yoga instructor, <laughs> and uh, we're just going through some questions to help you better understand the benefits of yoga, how it can help your lifestyle, and improve it in different areas. Um, a question I, I really enjoy asking authors, <laughs> Megan, which isn't always the easiest uh, question to answer, but what was the hardest part about writing your book? <laughs> the book was proved to be quite challenging. I think starting, getting uh, the overwhelming, I found it very overwhelming. Um, that much information, that many people to interview, that much to immerse myself in, in this little bit of time. Um, and then what I had to do is really break it down into baby steps and tackle each chapter and just concentrate on the next step. But, but writing a book can be very overwhelming. And as you probably know, nobody understands quite why but as a writer it's like ah it's just overwhelming <laughs> <laughs> no it certainly is and, and i like how you said you broke it down into baby steps because i don't think there's i don't know of another way to do it like you it's such a big project and you can't just sit down and say i'm going to write a book it has to be you know step by step and get through each chapter at a time yeah someone told me at the beginning and they asked me how i don't know where they got it but how do you eat an elephant and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. How do you eat an elephant? They're like, one bite at a time. <laughs> if you think about eating an elephant, it would be very overwhelming. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> but I'll have to repeat it. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. um, so one of the other questions I had here for you was, you have so many different um, forms of yoga that you talk about and explain in your book. Is this normal for yoga instructors to have a good idea of other uh, of other forms of yoga, maybe experience in them or expertise in all these different areas? You know, I know. I, I honestly don't think so. And being somebody who has studied one system quite quite in depth for seven years, I hadn't studied other uh, other systems, uh, even even you know touched down on other systems and what they have to offer. I'm actually working on a post right now, five reasons every teacher should try different styles of yoga. There are some that go do a couple different systems, but for the most part, um, I don't think that we all are, at least we don't have uh, enough knowledge. There's no way we can be experts at everything, right. but I think it is important for other more teachers to know, because if a student comes to me and doesn't like my style or, or something, I want to be able to 
than them where they would where, where they would enjoy yoga. But what's your favorite part of the book? You cover so much, even for me to sit down and read. <laughs> I, I know, and I know it was a recent review was like this book was not meant to be sit down and like read through. Like you can really pick it up, flip through pages, look at the boxes, pick different styles, and she was cute. But she's like, I did. Um, my favorite part of the book. Um, Aside from the styles, it was that was fascinating. I really like the American history chapter, just to understand the way yoga weaved itself and yoga concepts and thoughts from like the hippie days and everybody was becoming renunciates and following Ram Dass over to India to like the power yoga craze at the end of the aerobics to like now settling into you know Nike sponsors and and you know every new style of yoga from like hip-hop yoga to spin yoga to kickboxing yoga. It's like, it's really fascinating to see how America has really taken a hold of this tradition and made it American. And what do you think about that? Like, it's clear you like the history of yoga, but how do you like how it's you been know, transformed? Oh, I actually um, don't, I love the state of America. And I asked every, every teacher that I interviewed what sort of they thought of it. You know, because it, it gets slack, like, too, too modernized. Is that a problem? And everyone agreed, like, as long as it gets people in the door and more people interested in yoga, that's fine. We don't care. There's always going to be the deeper offerings of the tradition available to people who want to seek it out. But what's the problem with more people being involved? And the more accessible it is, the more people yoga is going to catch. And then decide for themselves, do I want to make this a more traditional practice or am I fine with my hip-hop yoga? Which I'm fine with that. <laughs> you would think that most yoga teachers would be open-minded and be, be open to trying new things or experiencing new ways of their art form. Yeah, that would be, that would be an indicative of, of a yogic mind, which we're always talking, um, it's important to have a beginner's mind. An open mind. You know, you're not the expert. You're ready to ready to fill up, learn more. Um, that's a really important concept in yoga is to have a beginner's mind. We do have to wrap things up here, but before we do, I want to ask you if you have any message to share with our listeners out there, maybe for beginners or people thinking about yoga, any message you want to share with our listeners out there? Yeah, I would love to. You know, I really encourage anybody and everybody to try yoga. And, and the most important thing, I think, is to let yourself feel good about just making it to the class, about making it in there, making it to your mat, no matter if you're new or you, if you've been practicing for 10 years. We, we get caught up, you know, you're not supposed to, but then comparing and I can't do this, and I should be able to do this, and I shouldn't do this. You know what? Feel good about just getting to the mat. <laughs> I like that. Half the battle's getting there, right? Just showing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's 95% of it. Absolutely. The rest you just got to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Okay, Megan. Um, our listeners out there, you can check out meganmccrary.com. And uh, I'll link. I'll have her links on my show notes. We're going to be at exploringmindandbody.com forward slash pick your yoga practice. This is show number 128. And uh, yeah, Megan, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's an absolute pleasure. And I wish you all the best with your book and yoga practice and, and in health and business and moving forward in life. Okay, thanks so much, Drew. This segment brought to you by True Form Fitness. Personal training and group classes available locally for all your health and fitness needs. Visit trueformlife.com for details. 
right, I hope you enjoyed that interview from Megan McCrary. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to have her on the show. I think that was uh, very beneficial to our listeners out there to offer different ideas on about yoga, how to use it, and how it can benefit your lifestyle from day to day. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate your time every chance you get. Thanks to my producer, Jameson Brown. And that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. In health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.